Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Dolphins are 3-0. What a time to be alive. The Knights came out here with a pleated side and weren't able to get the win at home. It was very close for a while, just like the second game was. And the Dolphins came away with a few tries at the end and got the job done. Thank you for us and our owners that Lockie scored really well with a couple of tries. And I'm still dumbfounded that he's 26% owned. So someone that was obviously really cheap and now averaging 46. Obviously the 32 last week wasn't amazing. But we knew that these types of games were in him just with the electric speed that he had. And he even got, had an awesome try-saving try tackle against him, which he ended up could getting another try in about 70-odd. So worked out great for Lockie. Obviously, the extra run meters with a runaway try, six tackle breaks, an offload, a couple of line breaks there, and ended up with a goal as well. So he's you know second-choice goal kicker now that Ponga is out and Hastings was off the field for that last 10 minutes. So... Even better. That was Lockie Miller up top. Tessie New with three tries there. Again, not really relevant fantasy-wise at the moment, but of an awkward price. Lockie Fitzgibbon, he's come out and got a couple of good scores in a row now. So 58 for him, averaging 51 for the year. A little bit of price, uh, a little bit of money to be made on him, but yeah, not not for us, really. Yeah, he hasn't really scored back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back scores before, and this time he's done it. So that's that. Tom Gilbert, we're going to have to eat our hat a little bit on him because, you know, started out in that first game with a 40-odd and you're like, ah, it was kind of, you know, about what we expected. And then since then, he's got a 60 and a 56 and, you know, good, good minutes there with 59. So tackle numbers are up really nicely. 41 for him with the three misses, 172 meters, so 58 in base. Exactly what you're looking for in a middle who especially has dual position. So for those guys that did pick him up, the 7%, he has been great. Regardless of how the team's gone, he has just got through his work and done his job. So, well done to Gilbert owners. If he averages 53 from here on in, let's just say he averages 50, he's still got over, a little bit over 100k to make. And, and he'll obviously go up about 20 or so this week and leave him with about 90 left if he keeps that 50 average. So, great work from uh, Tommy Gilbert there. Crossland, got to give out props when they're due. Phoenix Crossland, 50 tackles and zero misses in this game. So, 
for, for a guy that's not a natural nine, not even close to it, he's a half. To make 50 tackles and have no misses is absolutely beautiful. Uh, and, and the forced uh, turnover tackle too. So great work for Phoenix there in this one. Exactly what he needed to do. There was no chance he was going to come out and be like that awesome ball-playing nine. Obviously, you'd probably like him to run a little bit more, but you know, give good, good service out of nine. Uh, they're in, you know, in this game for a long time, and, and he was obviously a part of that. Tyson Gamble clear to his name how, how this has played out because he you know, had a lot of great moments. He had a try. He had a nice try assist as well. And then he ended up with you know a couple of errors at the end, which really sort of it didn't cost them. Like it was yeah, at a time when they were trying to get back into the game, that one um, for Hastings there when he just blew up at him. And then the one with Lockie Miller, he ran into Lockie Miller as well and he blew up. No, it wasn't Hastings. It was one of his forwards. Who was it? Fitzgibbon? Yeah, Fitzgibbon. Just, he literally passed it like two meters purposely forward because he'd overrun it. And he just turned around and, and blew up at him. Yeah, hopefully it, uh, hopefully all, all is good in uh, the Knights dressing room. But yeah, shocker there. But the rest of the game was you know good for him, obviously stats-wise. He, he ran the ball a little bit, kicked a little bit, tackled well, um, and did his thing there. So that was that. Leo Thompson, someone we spoke about just a little bit. Had no no questions on him, so we didn't speak about him too much. But 417k and you know, a nice 40 odd last weekend. That was 63 minutes, which is a lot higher than we would have thought. So get about that 50 minutes we were thinking and 40 points for Leo. But yeah, we know what his his type of output is. Him and Matt Croker, for example, last year were two of those guys that if they were they were able to get those bigger minutes, then they they were able to do a, a good job PPM wise and scoring. So. Leo with the 48 tackles there was was terrific. And no attacking stats there to still get 51. Great effort from him. Ewan Aiken there, the 50 in his time out in the park. So good to see him back in the good scoring circles with a couple of try assists. Obviously, his tackle breaks and offloads there, which is kind of what we're, we're used to seeing from him in, in a center type of role. So Ewan Aiken did a great job. You know, is he someone they should be looking at? I don't think so at the moment. They've played super well. And he's averaging 34.3 over those first three weeks. So it was under 30 before round three now. So I still think that he's someone you can wait on and see how you know, he progresses, how the team sort of meshes over the over the year and look to him at some point because you obviously can get him in the center and the edge position. But someone like Ewan, he was much better option for us on an edge. Matty Croker, so he came into this one with all the injuries and you know, and he'd come back from suspension, I believe, or an injury himself, but 46 for him. This PPM is pretty normal. Yeah, we saw him last year have games where he'd get 30 or 40 and then he just wouldn't get many minutes and he'd pick up like a 15. And that's why he's priced down at that 338. But um, yeah, probably not going to be an option for us just with the options that are coming back for him eventually. You know, Leah Thompson could be for a little bit. Yeah, with Adam Elliott being out. But yeah, it might be a little bit late now. Sean O'Sullivan with 43. He was solid, did his job. Again, this is going to be him. It's going to be a 65. It's going to be a 40-odd. 65, 40-odd. Pretty, pretty comfortably there for him. Asako. Another game where he scored some tries, so 48 average in his first three. You'll take that for sure, but again, not someone that's going to be super consistent. Uh, Lemuelu, he had a good game in the end. We were very worried about him for, for the most part of this game until he had that line break and, and uh, what should have been a try assist? Oh, it's not a try assist because Domion topped it down. Oh, that's tough. But yeah, end up his, his base stats really improved. So if you held on to him, and played him in the center. You're absolutely cheering that he got to play in the forwards. So started in the middle and then quickly moved over to the edge uh, for Kenny Bromwich to come into the middle. So very nice of, of Kenny to come in and and be that voice in the middle there and let uh, Lemuelu sorry, uh, do his thing on the edge. So yeah, good stuff. Okay, Daniel Saifidi, 39. He's just not doing much. 
really. So he's someone that I think you can look to move on at that sort of mid price there. Hastings at 38, got the HIA at the end. He's looking at about a 45, but just so that this year, yeah, we were worried about him in the trials and, and it's kind of played out, unfortunately, very similar to that of Matty Burton. So definitely shows that sometimes the, the trial form can can be a, a big indica- indicator on, on how they're actually going to play out in the park. You, you see here the, the run meters a fair bit down for, for Hasto. He had a couple of goals. He had the, and a nice kick for a try early in the game, but overall, a few negatives and just the run meters not being there and limited attacking stats in a team that isn't going that great, to be honest with you. Okay, the hammer, 38 for him. It was scary for owners, wasn't it? Those that brought him in this week, you, you, you trade him in, you look at the score, and he's like four in 45 minutes. You're like, awesome, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, but he came out and, and improved and obviously got that try, the, the runaway try where uh, tapped it down, he got, the, he got the try there, and then he picked up a line break a little bit later in the game. So again, for him, Forced dropout, four kick defusals. Yeah, those kick defusals are up each and every game, four, five, six. So he's basically going to try assist worth in kick defusals majority of the time. And you know, 136 meters, so again, not bad, really. You know, 130 there. So I spoke about him you know, coming up against the Broncos next week. Might be a little bit more of a tougher game for him. So could be in that same position that he was earlier in this game. And obviously this was against the Knights. It's a lot of points. It's very open great chances for him late in games to, to get those extra points being you know, one of the, the fitter younger guys in this side that was uh that was hammer there and you know the 38 you'll take i was a, i got a little bit worried he got up to about 40 in the last few minutes it's like ah he still got away with it because i didn't obviously pick him but grabbed him in sc so he did right in that okay brady jones 37 again probably not gonna be an option guys let's leave him out dan gagai did okay as well with the 35 but yeah not a super good option at this point how good's this guy's name Thomas can't. <laughs> yes, he can. How many nicknames did that guy had growing up? Thankfully for him, he was obviously good at footy. So they'd say he can't. He'd be like, well, I'm pretty good, man. Like, Just chill. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Bestie, 32, had a nice run and then dropped over the line or close to it. Whatever happened there, I can't remember. Um, Isaiah Gattel got that junk junk try assist, which is a lovely kick. And, and this is, a, again, a player that's going to be somewhere between that 20 and 30. If you've got him on the on the bench there and take in that 25, a few people are like, oh, do you take him over to Marty Martin? Do you take him over to these guys? Look, you can if you like. If you want to lock in those points and you're worried about HIAs, but 25, not great. Like if you're, if you're trying to catch up points a little bit, then you know, guys like Tamati Martin and stuff could come out and and do a little bit better. If you've got someone like Dury's 30, I think the 30 is probably worth it if, you, if you're going to play like a Ben Murdoch Masilla. Uh, or Tamari Martin, these types of guys. 25 is that kind of in-betweener. So make that decision yourself on that one. Donahue got some decent minutes there. Marky Nichols, someone we need to speak about because he got got a lack of minutes. And I personally didn't see anything in this game to suggest there was any issues as to why he only played lower minutes. But the last two weeks, he did play 50. So not sure if that is just yeah, them splitting the minutes up a little bit. Um, yeah, him and Ray Stone got the 26 and 28 off the bench, so maybe there was something to do with that. Yeah, Donahue split his time with with Cody Nikarima, so there's that as well. But yeah, not too much to say. Uh, Teague, Nichols, both scoring 20. Not great. Hopefully a bounce back from Nichols there, and you know, he, can, he can do a better job for your side next week. Felice Kafusi with the 12. He had a, a bunch of negatives in this game. Wasn't ideal. And Ray Stone, the eight. Okay, if you're owning Ray Stone, it's a slight worry, to be honest with you. Obviously, you're not going to get much in terms of cash generation from Ray Stone heading into round four. 
Okay, the Roosters v the Bunnies. This was a really fun game. There was a lot, a lot, a lot of errors, but overall, fun to watch. Colin Matangi, he's just so good, isn't he? Like, as I said, he's just getting through that base work now, and then he's able to get those tries as well. So a lovely pass from Lockie Elias for Colin Matangi, isolating those uh, those outside defenders there, and, and you yeah, know, Lockie should... should Serve himself lucky there to feel feel that he's very lucky to be out on the inside of of someone so damaging and strong in Colin Matangi there because it gives him a lot of opportunities. Just like Cody Walker's been, uh, had some delightful players on his outside as well. Camel. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Graham, so he's another one as well that got a big score, small score, big one. So if you did trade him in last week, you're very happy with this output. The 194 meters, 20 tackles is exactly what you need because know how damaging of a ball runner he is. And if he can continue to get those opportunities, then he will be a 46, 47 type of score rather than a 43 like he was last year with this right side getting a lot more ball than they were last year. They're still going left plenty. You know, a lot of times just give it to Walker and he's, he's running or he's kicking. Uh, but you know, out of trouble especially, Graham was getting plenty of work as well. So that's that. Uh, Cam Murray. So obviously a nice bounce back for him. We're not getting him priced exactly, uh, sorry, scoring exactly as his price stat, but the 58 average over three games is is solid, guys. He got the 63 this week in a, in a week where guys like Hopgood got 30-odd, Cleary 30 last week. Murray's forty. Uh, Murray's forty-five. This is a, a nice welcome score, and someone that you could have captained. Yeah, I was thinking about him or Payne House, and I end up going with Payne. Uh, but you know, hopefully Payne works out well as well. Gets you uh, gets me a sixty odd, or yeah, at least somewhere in the high fifties would be great. Yeah, Murray's output got the line break, got the few tri- tackle busts. So once he got that early in the game, his uh, defensive stats weren't super high, and uh, the big minutes for him, the sixty-seven minutes for sixty-three points, worked out great. Jackson Parlor there. So he was a... I was looking at him in the preseason. And it was like him, Suali'i, Parlor was, was was cheaper. And I was like, oh, on the right side of the Roosters who have a nice start. Look, he only scored okay in those first few... Like, he got a try in one of them. Uh, only scored okay in those first few easier games, but then comes out and, and gets plenty of ball on this right side against a better squad in the, in the Rabbitohs. So he did great. If you started with him, obviously the 10K price rise over the first two is not what you like, but this one really bumps him up. So well done. And he had the dual position as well. Bye next week for all of these Roosters guys. Remember that guy, remember that team. 
Um, so decisions need to be made on a few of them. Victor Radley came out for his owners that, yeah, there's still 5.5% and, you know, scored well. So this is this is him, guys. He'll get 58. He'll come out and get 23 and get Sinbin the next week. So that's that. That Butcher, clearly an edge. Egan Butcher, clearly not an edge. Egan's definitely a middle, guys. You see the work rate that he has on that edge in terms of defense, but attacking-wise and running the correct lines, he seems to, the, the lines he runs, even, you know, 40, 50 meters out, he's just getting absolutely crunched. He can't find any part of a gap to even run at a shoulder. He's just running dead straight at blokes and there's two, three guys just coming in and destroying him. So yeah, Nat clearly the edge and it's done a good job for you guys. Yeah, scoring a 53 this week, you'll make a little bit more cash, but yeah, kind of it's just been serviceable over these first three weeks, which you probably wanted a little bit more. Damien Cook, for those who captained him, an okay score. Not super excited about it, but look, he did his job in, in this game, they didn't get the win, but there was no real attacking stats on his side. No try assists, no tries. Had the three tackle busts, no offloads. So one of those games, we just, uh, it happens, right? So again, he's someone who's averaging 59 as well, and you pr you priced him up a lot higher than than what Murray was at about 66 for Cook. Uh, so none of the none of the top top guys have really stepped up to their mark, and that shows why you should likely go for those guns that are slightly lower. This year, it's worked perfectly with guys like Carrigan and Tohu Harris, and Sam Walker at parts as well, because he's ended up averaging 52.7. He was you know, at 6.38. So there's definitely guys like that that have come out and done well, whereas guys like Tedesco have not at this point. Averaging 40 is okay, but he's going to be down under 700K. And you know now gives an opportunity for a lot of people to pick him up and purchase him in round five. So yeah, very, very interesting there with where Tedesco's priced at because that's 46 for him, the, the try assist, the line break. He's still doing a lot in play there, 150 meters, six tackle breaks. It's, out, yeah, it's just going to make it a lot tougher. Last last year, there was a reason why he did come down a little bit in his scoring. You know, tackle bust was a big reason for that, six to nine each and every game for him. Meters gained aren't as high as they used to be. He was very much a 200 meters gain guy. And he would score more tries, which just hasn't happened. So he'd get, you know, the line break, he'd get a bunch of tackle breaks and a try, you know, sort of close to close to one a game um, in years past. And if he wasn't doing that, he was try assisting, he was running for big meters. This year it hasn't happened so far, but if we can get him somewhere around that 680, which he, he will be heading down that way after this week, the 650, I think that's an absolute steal. And you'd get him all the way to origin then, shore up that wing fullback spot in a team that is improving. Roosters looked a lot better last night. So... I think he's someone that you definitely need to look at in the next few weeks, obviously with their buy. This one, Latrell, if, if you've got Teddy right now, I think, I think you have to hold. I don't see a reason why you would trade him out when a lot of people are looking to trade him in. So that's my thoughts on that. Latrell Mitchell, 46. He is running the ball a lot more this year. So that's very exciting. He did pick up a try saver and you know, one try assist there. The three goals were solid. So this is a game for him where a little bit lower, but 53.7 the first three. You take that. Pretty well where he's priced at, which is which is great. So Latrell, you're holding as well. He could be an option as well, guys. He's obviously fairly expensive though. Do you want to pay that for a 50 output? Probably. I think you could. Uh Sammy Walker, yeah. So this is not really his game. There was no attacking stats in this one. For for him to still get 41 in a game where there's a limited amount of attacking stats. Defensively great again, 14 tackles, one miss. So that was great to see. Uh but you know, 727. Um sorry. That's exactly what you want to see. If he can get 41 in those types of games, then that is the way to go. And then there'll be games where it's a little bit more expansive. They do have some tough games coming up as well. So 
yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem like it matters too much to them. Even games where they were losing, he was scoring well. So that's that there. Tavid Totola, a few people looking at him as potential pickup over the next bunch of weeks. I think we need to see him get back into his work and then we can look to pick him up. I wouldn't go next week, maybe the week after. If you can come out with a 50, he's priced obviously in the sort of mid to low 40s there. But if you can come out with a really, really good score next week, I think that would be the time to get him to see that he is back. He's playing 55 minutes regularly. If he can do that, I think a 50 output would be pretty safe and he got about 150K in rises to get there. Michael Cheekham still doing a great job, team. Did get the sin bin right at the end. Obviously, it didn't cost him too much. Just the five points, but 46 he was before that. Awesome work for him. 41 tackles again. If you picked him up, you've made you know, a good amount of cash. I might, I probably wouldn't have done it this week, but overall there, a solid effort for him. Lindsey Collins with the 40 as well. So he you know, came out and really worked hard. Not as good as last week, but still an okay score, and he'll make you some cash still. Isaac Thompson there with the 39, so he was someone that we were super worried about as well throughout the entirety of the game, and there was a few times there Campbell Graham should have passed in the ball, it didn't happen, but he eventually got it at the end there, picked up a tackle break and a line break in a try, and sort of saved his score a little bit. He would have been somewhere around that sort of 20 mark, which is you know, not ideal, but you'll take that 39 in the centers or the wing fullback this week with, with how things are looking, that's for sure. As I said with Egan Butcher, he's just clearly not a edge. So he will go back to the middle, play 40, 50 minutes there, and so probably score the same, to be honest with you. He thought in 80 minutes, the work rate that he has, he'd be able to, to score really well, and just hasn't happened. The, the run meters, as I said, there's really nothing there to show that he is a good edge at all, being able to run a good line, get a tackle rate, get an offload, because you know he's even he's getting semi-hospital ball, and he just drops it, or he goes a little bit behind him, and he, get, he just drops it. So... Not good for Butcher. I think he's going to be a sell this week if you have the capacity to do so, if you, you're trying not to put out any other spot fires. Isaiah Tass with 37. Again, a, a solid game for him. No real breakout game for him yet, but 40 average overall. He is going to make a little bit of cash. So yeah, that's Tass. Definitely an option at some point. Same as Joey Manu. He obviously got the sim bin as well. He's looking okay. The attacking stats haven't come yet, so it'll be good to see his price continue to fall for a little bit. Maybe a pickup in sort of round six or seven. Again, this is the time that I always end up picking him, and he does great, so that's that. Lockie Ilias, 34, so a lovely try assist. I'm very impressed with his tackling numbers. 23 tackles for, for no misses. There's a couple of weird and annoying errors there, kickoffs and bits and pieces like that. So to have four errors was really early in the game too. Not good. He had an awesome tackle against him from uh, Suali, who, who absolutely smacked him. And that worked out well for Suali points, thankfully. Uh, if, if Ilias is going to drop the ball, that's the way I want him to drop it, that's for sure. And then kick meters. It wasn't much of a kicking game. Walker went, they went left to Walker and he got about 230 and then Ilias 120, so very low meters. So any other normal game, even if they went that same split, it'd be sort of a 300, 200 odd, which is where he's been at. So Ilias, again, making some cash here, but not someone that we're super excited with long-term. It was meant to be, a, you know, hopefully a 37 to 40 average and hasn't happened as much. So a risk that didn't pay off, but the risk of trading Smith out has worked out. So yeah, Ilias, maybe if he makes 50K, We'll take that um, and a couple of scores and we'll move him on. But that is that. There's obviously plenty of other people that we need to worry about in our squads. Brandon Smith ended up with 31 guys. So that was okay and a nice try. So good to see him running the footy again and you know, doing a solid job. 55 minutes and only 18 tackles. Not good. He needs to be out of our sides if you haven't done so yet. So we'll let you almost finish this off with a couple of these guys, team. We've got eight tackles for him, two misses. Again, a bone, bone the rattler on. Lockie Ilias, so he's more looking for those type of tackles rather than just doing that extra work, which 
to, you know, so a lot of centers will come in and just get that extra work and, and join in on tackles and stuff. He's not that type of player. So we are relying on those forced turnover tackles and the attacking stats and runs. So four tackle breaks and offload there. Uh, but yeah, no try assists, no tries like last week. With the buy this week, averaging 38 over the first uh, few games, obviously is okay, priced at 480, but we do expect a little bit more at that dual position. So I'll be holding him, I'll be going trading out Egan Butcher first, but it's gonna be rocks and diamonds a little bit with Swilly. And then Shaq Mitchell, 25, only got 24 minutes this week, and all of the guys on their bench just played some lower minutes, and it just wasn't to, wasn't to be that he gets that 40 minutes anymore with Totola back, and that's completely fair. And then lastly, Hamaselli, that didn't look good at all, guys. I hope that he's okay. Apparently, he's walking around talking to everyone after game. So that is awesome news. And that is that Friday review, guys. Let me know how you went in the comments. I wish you all the luck for the Saturday games. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.